Marcelo Alejandro Ontelo, born 1988, known as the San Marmorte Killer, is an Argentine serial killer, responsible for the murders of at least four people in the Flores neighborhood in Buenos Aires between February and August 2010. Allegedly committing them in the name of the pagan saint San Marmorte, he was sentenced to life imprisonment for his crimes. Marcelo Ontelo, often referred to as Marcolito, grew up in an unstable household, his grandmother was an alcoholic, as well as his father Alberto, who also had a drug addiction. His mother frequently beat him, and eventually kicked him out of the house due to the young Ontelo also being heavily addicted to cocaine paste. Abandoned by his parents, he went to live with an uncle he loved dearly, but the man soon died in an assault, leaving little Ontelo alone and helpless. Between the ages of 17 and 19, he entered several rehabilitation centers for his addiction, but all of them proved unsuccessful. At 20, he was kicked out by pregnant girlfriend Brenda after she got tired of him treating her badly. Isolated and homeless, Ontelo's drug addiction worsened, as he roamed the Rivadavia social housing complex in Flory's neighborhood. He eventually ended up joining a church named the God in Force Church, where he engaged in prayers and cultish activities to end his habits, but, yet again, he was unsuccessful. As he frequently fought with drug dealers, Ontelo ended up losing one of his kidneys during a shooting. 1. On February 21, 2010, Ontelo made his attack, shooting Jorge Diaz in the legs during an attempted robbery. Diaz survived, and Ontelo was convicted of robbery and attempted murder, but was released only a short while later. 5. In his subsequent attacks, he struck at night, when there was low visibility and he couldn't be seen. A 27-year-old philosophy student who also studied law and once held a job in a court, Escuro was a drug addict who lived with his father Aratio in Palermo. Aspiring to turn his life around after a long trip through Mexico, Escura had begun therapy to treat his addiction two months prior to his murder. 6. But on April 11, 2010, at around 2 o'clock in the morning, he came across the kindergarten boys in an alleyway, a gang of underage youths led by Ontelo. 2. They wanted to rob him of his possessions, and despite giving in to their demands, he was shot in the chest by Ontelo, dying on the spot. Escura's bike and cell phone were then stolen by the perpetrators, whom, unbeknownst to them, were seen by several witnesses and even recorded by one. On June 24, Ontelo decided to attack Dario Romero, a man who used to live with him. While cruising through the neighborhood, he came across Romero, who was planning to play football in a nearby field. 
Ontelo shouted out his name, and immediately shot him in the hand with a shotgun. Romero survived, and Ontelo was arrested and convicted of causing serious injuries. Again, he was released after some time. On August 8, 2010, Ontelo wanted to enact revenge upon Jorge Hector Mancia, a former flatmate who had kicked him out because of his drug addiction. Ontelo rang the doorbell, and when Mancia answered, he was swiftly killed. Only a few hours later, Ontelo shot mechanic Mario Jorge Quiero, after he attempted to collect debt for a failed arrangement concerning a friend's car. Quiero managed to escape, however, with Ontelo abandoning the idea of finishing him off. A few days later, on August 15, Ontelo came across two friends, Pablo Zanuc and Marcelo Cabrera. Using his guns, he shot Zanuc in the face before killing Cabrera, shooting him a total of nine times in the body. Initially, Ontelo was to be prosecuted for a fifth murder, that of a man named Santos Valoroso Vargas, but was not convicted in his case. Additionally, he is suspected of, but never charged with, the killings of Hobo Pablo Villa, and an unidentified young man known simply as El Diablo, who were both shot and their bodies subsequently burned. It is possible that Ontelo might have committed other killings around the area as well. Near the end of the month, Ontelo was captured by police and thrown in prison. His trial started on August 6, 2012, and although only the victims' families were present, some relatives outside had gathered a crowd encouraging a conviction and hurling insults at Ontelo even handing out flyers calling him a murderer. Meanwhile, Ontelo himself denied any responsibility in the killings, accusing the police of planting a 9mm pistol in his house in order to have a scapegoat for the unsolved crimes. He additionally denied believing in a pagan saint. However, the jury wasn't convinced, as there was plenty of evidence contradicting his claims, including ballistic expertise and witness testimonies. The judge, Federico Salva, sentenced him to life imprisonment, which didn't garner any emotional reaction from Montelo. Florencio? Roque Fernandez, 1935-1968, was an Argentine serial killer who in the 1950s murdered around 15 women in his hometown of Monteros, Tucumán province. Popularly known as the Argentine Vampire and the Window Vampire, referencing his mode of operation. The very existence of the murderer is however disputed as an urban legend by a number of Argentine sources. Florencio Fernandez was mentally ill, suffering from delusions and hallucinations that made him firmly believe that he was a vampire, he was possibly schizophrenic, in addition to having a sexual attraction to blood. From a young age he began living in the streets because his family abandoned him. At the time of his arrest, he was living in a cave adjacent to the community, suffering from photophobia. Modus operandi, he stalked his victim for several days, made sure she was alone at home, and taking advantage of the hot spring or summer nights, when residents left their windows open during the night, he entered the house through them. While his victim slept, Fernandez beat her. Then, he would bite the body, sometimes reaching to dissect the trachea and the carotid, and thus mirrored the stereotype of that he drank the blood of his victims. Then, he left the victim to bleed to death, if they hadn't died already. 
Apprehension, imprisonment and death Fernandez was arrested on February 14, 1960 at the age of 25, in the police investigation, which the press described as picturesque, since it took the cave where the murderer lived. Fernandez did not resist the arrest, until the police made him leave the cave into the sunlight. He was declared insane and confined in a psychiatric institution, where he died of natural causes a few years later. One day you will have to answer for your actions, and God will not be so merciful.